I'm asking uh, those who are have the ministries going uh, to give us like three to five minutes of of your ministry, Chaplain Daniels. You there? You doing a lot of things? Amen. Just give us and talk about the virtual uh, ministry that's going on now. Uh, please go ahead. All righty. Well, as the chaplain, I am also not just a gospel preacher, but a fitness teacher. So it is my job to keep everybody healthy, fit and moving. All right. So not only do we stay moving with our Saturday yoga, we also have a noonday 15 minute yoga movement for those that are stuck at their desk. All right. And that is at 12 from 12 uh, 1215 to 1230, excuse me. And then we are doing a Wednesday and Thursday evening from six to eight women veteran United committee, women on the move for not just women veterans, but issues that veterans are facing legislation that we need to get moving for the veterans and how we can support that legislation. We've had senators and delegates come on and share. We've had uh, those that have suffered with PTSD, MST, TBI, all types of in, in things that are supposed to be holding them back, but yet they have come and brought it within themselves to share that information and to help people heal, tell them the, um, help them find the resources that they need to support themselves, to support their family members that are caregivers. It's just been great. It's been so overwhelming that we've had speakers come back and ask us, I didn't get to speak in April. Do you think you all can continue it into May? So we're planning a schedule to continue it into the month of May. Hallelujah. That's just how wonderful it's been. We've, we've have people coming on coming on and also like I said for Saturdays we're going out in the communities we started out going in the stores and just praying with people asking people if they needed prayer so when they started telling us all that we had to wear the mask and we have to keep the social distancing then the Lord allowed us to revamp he said that's not going to stop us right so you heard me mention earlier that we're now going to just go out and pass out handkerchiefs and if we can't pray with them to allow us to put a scripture in there with the handkerchief so that we know when they open that handkerchief they are receiving the word hallelujah so that's all that i have with the gospel fitness ministry right now live today wellness is well and on the move with sharing god's word thank you so much Have three to five minutes with uh, our worship coordinator. Good morning. Good morning. How is everyone? So glad to see your faces and 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 we're trying to get this virtual worship together, but God is still allowing us to get the word across, and He's still receiving our worship. And I just want to say, God is so good, and worship is so important. Worship is just like your breakfast in the morning your lunch at noonday, oh, your dinner at night, and your sleep during the night. When you, you need all of those things, you have to survive with those things. And we're surviving because we worship God. We're surviving because there's people interceding on our behalf. And they're interceding with song. They're interceding with cheer. They're interceding with grace. They're interceding with love. They're interceding with their worship. Because when we worship God, we tell God we love you. We believe you. We trust you. 
to you. We submit our hearts and souls to you. And and I just want to ask anybody that's in the ministry, that's here, that loves God, and you have worship down in your bones. You have something that you want to share again. You are welcome to join us in worship. You are welcome to be a part of the worship team. The worship team is not isolated to one or two people. The worship team is isolated to your heart. And if your heart desires to worship with us, please, please, the door is open. You are welcome. You can contact me via email or on the phone. And uh, if you're part of the group chat, I can provide that information. You can just text me. I just, I, we, we want to have you. Sonsa and I, we need support. We need help, and we enjoy doing this, and we want to be everybody too who wants to enjoy joining with us. Come on out and lend us your skills and your talents that God has given you. Amen. 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 Praise God. We do need uh, minutes of you worship where you came from with different organizations, different churches, and worship is what we do. Worship is who we are. Amen. And we encourage you, if you have a gift to sing, uh, if you, not only that, but if you can do drama, amen, with the arts, if you're very much into the arts, we're looking for you, amen. So we ask that you will uh, get in contact with Chaplain Daniels, uh, get in contact with, concerning her ministry, also Chaplain uh, Sister Flo, amen. And at this time, Amen. We want, and we ask that you to bear with us with these technical difficulties. We're going to get it together. Aaron, we can use you and your tech. Uh, I know you young guys are, are very tech savvy. Amen. We can use your help. Amen. At this time, uh, Sister Christine, Minister Christine is coming to share with her, us, concerning her ministry at this time. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. God is truly, truly good. Um, I have um, an update for uh, the grief and loss ministry uh, that Azusa House Fellowship has recently adopted. Uh, just to give a little background, uh, this comes by way of the Torch of Hope which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization founded uh, in memory of the loss of our son, Philip, in 2008. And when the Lord birthed it, he said that the ministry would be used, of course, in government, in the community, and that although we lost one son, we would have many children. So that was like confirmation that, you know, it's not just, you know, grieving adults, but mainly grieving children. So. What has happened is as the inception of the Torch of Hope, God has opened up many doors and created various partnerships, starting with the uh, DC Police Department, uh, of course in Washington, DC, the Department of Justice, uh, the Lewis D. Brown Peace Institute in Dorchester, Massachusetts. And uh, many of you may know Dr. Lanise uh, P. Bias. She's been a strong arm and advocate for the Torch of Hope. And uh, she has uh, spoken some things back in 2009, and believe it or not, they have come to pass. Little did I know, 11 years later, as she stated, not 11 years ago, she said this. She said, Chrissy, 
She said the day is going to come when people won't be able to receive food, they won't have jobs, and they'll be sick. And then God would put padlocks on the churches. And I was like, you know, it, it didn't make sense then. But here we are 11 years later. And she said what God was going to do was he would take those that were broken, bruised, and crushed, and he would allow and entrust them with his people because there would be many that would be without hope. And then when the Lord spoke the organization name as the Torch of Hope, I knew that was God. He has a way of, 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 of setting you on your way when he's ordered your steps to do a work for him. So fast forward, uh, the Torch of Hope has partnered with Azusa House Fellowship and the program that I initially uh, shared with pastor, we had a one-on-one, -on -one, was the Grief Share Ministry. And the larger churches in the Washington metropolitan area, actually all over the U.S., they use this curriculum-based videotape 13 series program to walk individuals who have lost loved ones through their grief journey. So in saying that, when Philip passed away, we went through the program. So it was very, very instrumental, very helpful, very engaging. And then there were like-minded people who had went through the same thing. So it was a, a wonderful, uh, I'm going to say, a wonderful step to healing. So as I said, fast forward, Grief Shared now is a part or a ministry within Azusa House Fellowships. And praise God, the materials came in on Friday. So we have the box right here. And uh, it consists of uh, promotional um, posters that can be placed in various public places. Uh, in addition, there's the 13 uh, videos, uh, five workbooks, and one uh, instructor-led manual. Okay? But they are so, God is so amazing. What he did was he allowed them to quickly ramp up an online series of the same curriculum. So now we can meet people right where they are in their homes. So I'll be a uh, disassembling the package this week and uh, going through the materials and I'll have an update uh, as time progresses. But I thank and praise God that uh, he has made a way, even though we're in quarantine, we can still reach God's people and uh, walk them through with the help of the Holy Spirit, of course, uh, through their grief journey. So if you know of anyone that has recently lost someone, God has an answer. And it's a uh, curriculum based. We'll meet them again right where they are in their home as long as they can link up uh, by way of um, streaming, we can actually bring the course to them. And Pastor, I thank you for the support, and God bless you all. Amen. Amen. We are so honored. We are so thankful. Also, I'm challenging each and every one of you right now to move forward. Get out of your comfort zone. Allow God to use you in, in some form or fashion. We don't have to be out and congregating, but there's opportunity. Every opportunity avails itself. I encourage you to, to intentionally engage wherever you are, amen, to share Jesus wherever you are, to talk about Jesus wherever you are. How can I do that, brother pastor? I don't know nobody. You got, I guarantee most of you got over a hundred contacts on your phone. <laughs> Amen. And I challenge you to take time to go down that contact list and call each and every one of them and just to say, hey, 
how can I pray for you? Hey, I, I haven't heard from you. I want to know that you're doing well. Because people don't care how much you know until they know that you really care. And when you reach out to them and say, hey, we need you. We want to pray with you. Amen. I remember my grandmother going into everybody's house. And every house she went in, she did not leave that house without praying. Amen. Now, they can either reject you or accept you. But at the same time, understand, when they reject you, they're rejecting God. Yes. So don't, so, so put your feelings to the side. It's not about you. Amen. This is a harvest time. Amen. We are to reach outside our comfort zone. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. We thank God. Amen. We praise God for each and every one of you that's on the line right now. Amen. Spirit of the living God fall fresh on me. Spirit of the living God fall fresh fall fresh on me. One more time together. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Amen, 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 amen. We prepared to move on, but I want to, re you know, since this pandemic, a lot of people, have lost their lives. But at this moment, our ministry of prayer is on the line. Lady Dobby, I'm going to ask you to pray for the families of all of those who lost loved ones that God will speak to them, that God will comfort them in their time of bereavement. Amen. I'm going to ask you to pray for them right now, all the families, not just around us and that we know, but even all over the world, people are dying because of this pandemic. Lady Dobby, are you there? Yes. Father, we thank you, Lord. We touch and agree on behalf of everyone that have lost loved one um, through COVID-19. Father, wherever they are, you know their location. Father, we touch and agree and we pray, God, for your comfort to be released upon them. Pour out your comfort, your spirit of comfort. Send forth your angel to reach yes. out and touch each and every family that are mourning the death of a loved one, that they can't even have the time to see their loved one for the last time. They don't even have the time to go close to the body to God to pay their homage, their last homage to that, to their loved one. Lord, we pray, Father, 
that those that are left behind, that your spirit will comfort them and strengthen them, that they will know that they are not alone, but, that, but that the God that created them will not leave them alone. Because you you will send your angels to minister to their needs. You send your angels to strengthen and comfort them, especially those who husband and wife um, living together and the wife passed and the husband is left alone like uh, Sister Daniel shared with us last week. Father, we pray that you will comfort everyone that are, Father, closely connected, closely connected to that person that has passed. Father, we pray that your comfort will stretch for to them at this time in the name of jesus father we pray your protection over those that are left behind we cover them with the blood of jesus we plead the blood of jesus upon their going out and they are coming in father we pray that you open their eyes to see jesus open their ears to hear the spirit of the living god as he speaks and instructs them on what to do that so that they may put their faith and their trust in god and in the word of god not in medication not in doctors not in the government not in humans like themselves but in the god of creation that yes. knows all things are created and made them in his image and likeness but i let their yes. faith let their faith arise even at this time in your word in the name of jesus father we rebuke and we reject this pandemic we rebuke and we reject the demon called coronavirus back to sender in the name of jesus yes. father we comfort your peace from heaven upon every home and every household. Thank you, Lord, for answer to our prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Amen. God. God be the glory. Yeah. Amen. I am so grateful. Welcome, Sister Corinne. Welcome. Amen. We are so grateful for all of you are here. We're going to go to the Word of God now. Amen. If your Bible say, I got my Bible. Amen. Amen. Now, I want you to know one thing, though. It's only great is he that's on the shelf than he that's in the world. <laughs> is that what it say? I don't think so. It's great is he that is in you. And he does in the world. Right. Amen. So I encourage you to self-feed. Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Amen. Amen. So I encourage you to get the word in you. Because you can't give what you don't have. Somebody should say it. Amen there. Amen. We're so grateful to all of you. Let's get the word of God right now and let's go to the book of St. Matthew. We're going to begin there. St. Matthew. I want you to know I'm enjoying this. It gets better all the time. I don't want to be muted. Amen. It gets better all the time. So, Matthew, the 16th chapter, and you can take notes 
you have a pen and paper, I encourage you to take notes. Amen. And today, if I was to you lose, use a topic, and that topic is, who are you? Amen. Now, understand that, that in our day and time, people are yet wondering, who are they? Amen. Thank God for Ancestry.com and the rest of the, the, the uh, software that we use in the search our lineage. Amen. But even, I want to even bring it closer to home. Who are you? And this is uh, a question that many people even ask today, and, and many times they're wondering, where did I come from, and, and who's my daddy? But all of us should know who our father is. Amen. Amen? The question is, who are you? And I'm going to cover certain areas today. I'm going to cover an area of the actor. I'm going to cover an area of the pretender. I'm going to cover an area of the perpetrator. I'm going to cover an area of just who are you? And that's so important because, see, it's even we have a, a task out now that many have taken on the job and, and, and I have one that I, I like to use, which is called a disc. It helps us to define who we are and, and help us define our personalities and help us to define our strengths and our weaknesses. <laughs> Who are you? And then on the same hand, the one can take that task on you. Because see, one sitting on the outside can look on the inside and see who you really are. So I'm saying that to say, is your family members of your loved ones or your friends tell me who you are will they be the same testimony will they tell me that she is this or he is that compared to what you describe yourself as but let's go to St. Matthew the 13th chapter It says this, the 16th chapter, the 13th verse. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, he didn't say he asked the Christians, because see, at the same time, he knew who was his. 
it says he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? If someone will ask today, you, who are you? What would you tell them? Or will they conclude that you are Catherine's son? Or, or you are uh, John's daughter? Or you are uh, this person and that person? But the question was asked. Jesus asked them, who, at, after he asked them, it said, who do men say that I, the son of man now? I wonder what would be the, some of your friends' reply. What would be your family's reply? What would be your loved one's reply? So they said, some say John the Baptist. Some Elijah. And others, Jeremiah. One of the prophets. And he said to them, so this thing got personal now. He said, but who do you say that I am? That's Jesus now. Jesus asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? Your loved one. You can ask your loved one, who am I to you? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Amen. Isn't that good to know? Isn't that good to know? Let me tell you something. Peter did not come up with this on his own because Jesus told Peter, Peter, thou art well said. He said, because you. He said, Peter said, answered and said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood. Come on. By this, you all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. Amen. My God, today, the Spirit of God draws us. Amen. Hallelujah. In other words, there's a different discernment that was going on here. Amen. You can pretend to be somebody, but at the same time, with that Spirit that rises, raised Christ from the dead, being you, it will also quicken your mortal body. Amen. Amen. It will make it alive. Amen. In other words, amen. My spirit will bear witness with your spirit. Yes. The only way Peter knew the answer is, Jesus said, Peter, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Amen. And I also say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell, Hades, should not prevail against it. 
In other words, it was the Spirit of God that revealed whom Jesus was to Peter. Amen. Other than that, there was John the Baptist, there was Elijah, there was this and there was that person. Amen. But Jesus got personal. He said, Peter, who do you say that I am? Do you know him? Or do you know of him? Do he know you? That was one of the posts I used a couple of weeks, about a week ago. Amen. Now we, we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. We're going to begin to, to dissect, amen, in a way that many people are, are not sure about, amen. Let's talk about the actor. Let's talk about the actor who does acting, who goes to uh, California. Many people want to be in show business. Many people want to be actors. Amen. Do you? Every now and then we're at the house and we're watching TV and we we listening to the movies and, and we ask the question, why did he do this and why did she do that? Amen. To some, I even say, that's showbiz. That's their part. They, in order for them to get paid, they have to act. They have to do. It's a job to them. Amen. They acting. They role playing. Amen. What are you doing? Are you role playing? Are you an actor? Think about it. That brings in actors. What actors do? They do drama. Amen. They do drama. I love good drama. I don't like bad drama. I don't even like some of the drama on TV. Amen. What role are you playing? Are you an actor? Are you? As Jesus said, who do men say that I am? Are you a disciple of Christ? Jesus was not acting here. They know who he was by the Spirit of God. Amen. So, an actor, also, I want you to understand, an actor plays various roles. You may see this person playing in this movie, and then on the other, in the other movie, he's playing a different part, and she's playing a different part. That's acting. In the body of Christ, there's no actors. Keep it real. We are real. We are disciples of Christ. We know who our daddy is. We don't have to, oh my God, today. Actors. Now, we talk a little about the actor, but now let's talk about the perpetrator. 
perpetrator. A perpetrator is one who is perpetrating to be something that they are not. Fraud. They're trying to, to, to show you a part that you cannot see. It's like the iceberg. You only see what you they want you to see. A perpetrator. He pretends to be something that they're not. Such as an imposter. What is an imposter? Fames with no um an imposter has no right. Let me go back and look. The pretender. A pretender is one who has rightful legal rights to the throne, to the kingdom. They are born into the kingdom of God. As we are as heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. So therefore, we are a part of the kingdom of God. Not anybody can become a part of the kingdom of God until they're born again into the kingdom of God. Yeah. And God knows those that are his. You cannot be an imposter. You cannot be a perpetrator. You cannot be an actor. A pretender. One thing about a pretender, when you're trying to, to find out who you are, eventually it will all come out in the wash. An old saying we used to use. In other words, it will let you, eventually you will find out just who you are and whom you are. Amen. Who's my daddy? We see on TV and, and people are searching now. Now the, 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 the adoption records have been opened and now we be, we're searching. Who is my daddy? Who is my mama? Who, why did they give me up? But when mama and daddy give you up, the Lord God will take you in. Amen. You are adopted into a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are peculiar people. You should give praise to God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. I know who my dad is. Amen. 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 I have a rightful place in the kingdom of God. If someone would ask me, who am I? I'm a child of the king. I'm an heir and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. I am not putting on. I'm not an actor, amen. I'm not getting paid for this, amen. I am, amen, who God made me. And the Bible tells us as also that we are to let our lights shine before men, amen. Not only that, but it says, let our light, let our lives reflect the image of Christ. Amen. In other words, it tells me that I 
Dana. Dana. For those who may not know, Dana is DNA. Do you have the DNA of God in your life? Do you have the fingerprint of God in your life? Amen. Have you been born again? Amen. From sin. Oh, glory to God. So, the difference between a pretender, a pretender have the right to the kingdom of God. Amen. We have been engrafted into the kingdom of God. Amen. An imposter claims he can't claim no kingship, kinship to the dynasty, often distinguishes as a false pretender. Some will use the word hypocrite. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, glory to God. A false pretender, which instead refers to a person who exercises deception under an assumed name, hello, perpetrator of identity, trying to be somebody that they're not, trying to pretend. Oh, glory to God. Let's go to 2 Timothy. Let's go to 2 Timothy. You have 2 Timothy 3. Show you some differences here. The third, the third verse says, This know also that in the last days perilous times should come, which we know that they're living in the end time now. For men, listen to what the scripture says, for men should be lovers of their own selves. You hear that? Self-righteousness. Amen. Be lovers of their own selves. It's all about me. But the word of God says, for there's a man, the man that seemeth right, but the way they are, lead this destruction. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Lovers of their own self, covetous, bolsters. These are perpetrators. The characteristics of a perpetrator. Bolsters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unfaithful and unholy. Who are you? See, because if you have the gifts of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit was with the Galatians 5 and 22 for my love, joy, peace, gentleness, long suffering, contentment. Amen. Is it different from what we're reading here? Without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, false accusers, perpetrators, people pretending. To be something that they're not. Incontent, fear, despises of that are God. They despise you. Traitors, heavy, high minded, 
Lovers of pleasure, listen here. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Who are you? Did you love pleasure more than loving God? Which is it? Who are you? But this is it right here. Listen. The scripture even says, having a form of godliness, a pretender, a perpetrator, an actor, excuse me, not a pretender, but a perpetrator, an actor, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. The Bible says, turn away from your sin. Turn away from unrighteousness. Turn away. Be real in your relationship with God. Be real in your relationship with your brother. Be real as a disciple of God. Therefore, when people see you, they see Christ, the hope of glory within you. You don't want them to see the flesh. You don't want them to see you for who you are. You want them to see Christ, the hope of glory, that can only make a difference in your life, can only can make a difference in your life. Yeah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. We're not imposters. We're for real. Amen. Pretenders. Go to 2 Timothy, we read there. Perpetrator. Let's go to Jeremiah, the 17th chapter. We don't want to pretend. We don't want to put on. We don't want to get behind closed doors and be one thing, and we get in the public and be something else. Amen. And then there's somebody in the family and say, if you would ask them, who is your mama? Who is your daddy? Amen. They won't have to lie for you. They'll be able to tell the truth. My mama is holy. My daddy is holy. My, my sister is holy. My, my, my auntie loves Jesus. Tell somebody. Yes. They ask Jesus. Jesus. Jesus asked them, who do me and say that I am? If I would ask anybody in your family, who is Latoya? I know what Hannah's going to say. Amen. Who is Benjamin? Who is Minister Christine? See, because one thing, they know you. Not only they know you, but it's the spirit on the inside of you. Amen. Sometimes you think you know somebody and you don't know them. Hello, somebody. You don't know Jeremiah. Let's go to Jeremiah. As a perpetrator, it's time to take the mask off. Take the mask off. Be real when you're all alone, because character is that which is done in the dark. Amen. You can't love somebody today and tomorrow you you scratching your head and you just don't know. 
pretending to get something from somebody or perpetrating that's what they do. They stay with you just to drain you, just to get what they want from you. Welcome, Melissa. Amen. But Jeremiah, the 17th chapter, the ninth verse. I understand when that song writer came along and he said, Change my heart, oh God, make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God, may I be like you. I understand that song because over in the 150th song, David said, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. David was in a rut. David was in a mess. David was having, having issues, amen, like many of us have, amen. But we need God to bring us out and bring God make a difference in our lives. We need God to be real in us and we need to be real in God. You can look one way on the outside. That's what a perpetrator does. He looked one way on the outside. But on the inside, he's scheming, conniving, got up his sleeve, got tricks up his sleeve. You look at one thing, but you have to learn to rely on the Spirit of God. Just as the Spirit of God revealed unto Peter who Jesus was. You got to rely on the Spirit of God, the gift of discernment, to show you who you're dealing with. Many times you fight with flesh and blood, but the Bible tells us that we war not against flesh and blood. The Spirit of God then skip and discernment will reveal to you who you are dealing with. He is not your enemy. She is not your enemy. You have to know, just like we see the pandemic. That's a spiritual warfare going on. That's something that we cannot even fight. You can't fight nothing if you can't see it. And the battle will always be won in the spirit before it's won in the natural. Before they come to a solution for this pandemic, the battle will be won in the spirit. God will fight our battle. Amen. Glory to God. The heart. Jeremiah. The 17th chapter, the ninth verse says this, the heart, oh, come on, come on, you can, you can, you can go take two and three and four and five paths, you can even go dip in the river of Jordan, amen, but you can even be baptized two and three and four times, amen, but if I baptize a monkey, he comes up as a wet monkey, amen, it does make no difference, amen, all God today, amen, be real, be truthful, be honest, and know thyself, and to thyself, be true.
change clothes. You can look holy. I can sit up here and wear a collar. But if I'm not holding that collar, they intentionally choke me to death. Amen. It comes from the inside. From the inside, there will never be an outward manifestation until there's a true inward transformation. Amen. Jeremiah. Oh, I love this. Jeremiah 29 says this. The heart is deceitful. Even when, even when they say, I love you with all my heart. Have you heard that before? Have you used that before? Amen. I love you with all my heart. Really? Really? Because see, you don't know I got some I got some issues. I got some ways that you're not gonna like. But then we go and justify, oh that's just me. Oh really? That's what's wrong with you. It's just you. Isaiah, Isaiah 1 Corinthians 5, 17 says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, hey, hey, hey. Hey, behold, all things are made new, amen. Oh, glory to God. Something on the inside, making a difference on the outside. My God, today, the heart is deceitful above all things, above all things. You hear that? Above all things. Change my heart, oh God. Change my heart, oh God. Change my heart, oh God. That should be our prayer. Change my heart. Make me new. I don't want to be an actor. Right now, they, many of them are out of work. Many of them don't have jobs now. Look at how we, we I'm just throwing this in there. Look at how we love our athletes and our, our, our football players and our, our, and the the, the basketball teams and all that, now many of them are out of work. Amen. And they only do that because they get paid for it. And many of them love it. Amen. Oh, glory to God. A heart is deceitful above all things. And, oh, listen here. You won't admit this. Amen. The Bible says this, for one, there's none righteous, no, not one. The Bible says that you must be born again. Amen. Amen. The Bible says all unrighteousness is sin. I'm going to show you something here. Amen. I don't care how you dress up, how you fix it up, amen, but the Bible says this. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately, desperately wicked. Who can know it? 
the Lord searches the heart. Amen. Search my heart, oh God. May I ever be true. Search my heart, Lord. That should be our daily prayer. Not only will he search our heart, but he will try the ring. He will see what we're made of. See how we real. See where see how we hold in fast our confession of our faith. Amen. See how we love in spite of. See, because many things gonna come to try you. Amen. And you can say, well, it's because this person or that person or this happened, amen. God holds you responsible for what you do, not for what somebody else do, amen. And at all times, you should live holy. Try to reigns even to give every man according to his ways. God will reward you according to everything that is done and saved from you. Amen. According to his ways and according to the fruit of his doing. Did you know that a perpetrator have the law is for the lawless? If that perpetrator get caught, amen, he's going to jail, amen. That actor, if he's a bad actor, he's going to lose his job, amen. Oh, yes. The imposter. To go for, I'll give you a better example. Do you not know that it is illegal? Being that I'm from the military, it is illegal for one to to go and dress up as a colonel, as an officer, as a senior officer in the NCO. It's illegal. He's perpetrating. He he's trying to be something that he's not. And if he gets caught, he goes to jail. In Germany, we say he'd be going to Mannheim. In the U.S., we say he'd going to Leavenworth. Trying to be something you're not. And as a believer, and you perpetrate, and you pretending to be something that you're not, Isaiah has a place for you that says hell has enlarged itself because of the wickedness of mankind. In other words, do I have to spell it out for you? You're going to hell until you change your way and change your life. Amen. Matthew. I'm about to close. Matthew, the 15th chapter, the 8th and the 9th verse. Amen. It's all I'm saying. Help me close. The eighth verse says, Matthew, that's Matthew, the 15th chapter, the eighth to the ninth verse. This people draws nigh with their mouth. They go to church every Sunday. They sing in the choir. They even in the pulpit. They even read their Bibles. They can quote scripture verbatim. 
making him go through the motions. They can, hallelujah. They can raise, they can raise their hands in the sanctuary. They can, they can put on a good show for you. They can entertain you. Amen. They can have you jumping benches. They can have you dancing. their mouth and they honor me with their lips. But listen what this scripture says. But their hearts before from me. How can you act one way in the public? How can you say you you love God who you never seen and hate your brother who you see daily? How can you say that you have forgiven someone and you harboring bitterness and, and hatred in your heart against them? You walk right past them and can't speak. How can you, when the love of God that's shed in your hearts by the power of the Holy Ghost, if you are a disciple of Christ, your life should reflect the image of Christ. Sister Flo read a very powerful scripture earlier. We're fighting with one another when we should be fighting the devil. Hello, somebody. But listen what my last scripture says. I read the fortune I last heard, but their heart is far from me. Where is your heart? Who are you to know thyself and to thyself be true? The Bible said, let every man examine himself whether they're in the faith or not. Have you examined yourself lately? Are you still looking at your brother, your sister, your daddy, I look what your mama did. I look what this, your ex did. You got to learn to forgive, forget, and let it go. No, dear heart, you can't do it alone. But God will help you. He will enable you to love beyond measure. Look beyond the faults and see the needs. Amen. It said, but in vain, they do worship me. Listen here. He said, in vain, they do worship me. They put on a good air. They put on a good facade. They put on a good show. They, 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 they entertain. Amen. They even, they worship me. They even do liturgical dance. And after all of that, they go back to their old ways. Teaching for doctoring. Commandment of men. Teaching. Even teaching. Even sharing with others. The Bible said, let every man be a lie and the word of God is true. Some people have to believe that. It doesn't take all of that, and, and you are right, and there's one.
once save, always save, it doesn't cut it. It doesn't cut it. Some believe that they can go and pray, but dear hearts, if you have offended your brother or your sister, even if you thought that they offended you, the Bible said that ye which are spiritual should go to them in the spirit of meekness to restore. Not only that, it tells us that we should leave our, our gifts at the altar and go and get it right. Go and get it right. And then as we made our peace, after we have, have repented, after we confess our sins one to another, and then we should pray for one another. And then after we've done that, if we, if we didn't come together, then we go to God. Amen. Let's do it right. Who are you? Who are you? Are you acting? Are you pretending? Now, if you're pretending, you have a rightful place to the kingdom of God, because you are heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ, if you are a pretender. Amen. A pretender of the faith. Amen. But if not, are you an imposter? Where are you? Who are you? Is someone that know you? That's like, I'm closing here. You applying, applying for a job, especially a government job. They ask you for a reference. Some of you won't give certain references because it, it, you won't get the job. Hello, somebody. And it's, it's nothing that you've done wrong. Sometimes it's just that people didn't like you, the boss. They like you, or this person, they like you. So you cannot rely on them to give a good report of you. Amen. But they ask for a reference. Who will be your reference? If I was to ask a reference from you, Technically, that's the way it should be even within the church. If you're coming from another church, many times I would reach back after you told me what church you come from and talk to the pastor or somebody who knows you and get a report from them. How was she? How was he at your church? Some people didn't like it over there, so they hop over here. Amen. Some people are perpetrators. Some people stir up mess. They cause issues. Don't you know that Lucifer started in the choir? Who's your reference? Even in, 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 in a when some young woman or some young man uh, who want to date someone to get married, amen. Mm -hmm. I think he should have references. Mm -hmm. 
What about you? I think you should get some references. Somebody who know him. Somebody that know her. Amen. Other than his friends also. See, because their friends lie for them. We want the truth. Because the truth will set us free. Amen. Who are you? Simon Peter, who do men say that I am? Jesus said. Peter said, for thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. The son of the living God. Jesus said, Peter, flesh and blood did not. See, many times, oh my God, I'm sorry. Many times, we relying on our flesh, our ideology, our, 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 our intellect, our, our emotions, and our feelings. Peter didn't rely on none of that. Peter relied on the Spirit of God. Jesus said, Spirit of God. And I believe this, that the Spirit of God being you, it will also reveal to you who that person is or what's happening here or where they're coming from or what their intentions. Amen. Oh, glory to God. So don't be, don't be moved by every wind of doctrine. Don't go by everything you hear. Come on, I love you with all my heart. The devil is alive. His thing is, he do love you. He love you enough to take you to hell with him. But God loves you. It's everlasting. Be not deceived, dear hearts. Jesus loves us. Repentance is the key. Amen. We can't repent and then do our own thing. We have to repent and leave it there. We have to be willing to make a change. So you know what? Even if the other person don't change. See, because you can pray all you want. But if prayer doesn't change you, something's wrong there. He knows my name. Every step that I take. I don't know, can you hear this song that he's going to say is playing now? See, one thing about it, God knows our name. God knows, he knows who we are. Even the Bible says that he knows his sheep. He knows. Amen. Amen. We're closing. He knows my name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He knows my name. Yeah. 
this line who join us and worship. Amen. I'm going to ask you for next Sunday that reach out to someone, bring someone else online with you. Let us try to double. Amen. Let us reach out to people who don't have a church home, who's looking for a church home. We're so grateful for all of you. We thank God for you. We pray now that the peace of God be with you and the grace of God be with you is our prayer. We're so grateful for all of you. I, I really mean that. We are so grateful for Melissa, Karen, and Mama CJ. We are so grateful for you. Ingrid, we are so grateful. Amen. We are going to be praying for you. Amen. We are going to be praying for you. And we thank God for you. Uh, keep encouraged. Let's encourage one another. If you don't see somebody, and like I say, use that technique on the line that I recommended. That everybody on your line, on your on your contact, call them. Say, hey, how can I pray for you? How can I pray with you? You'll never be you'll be surprised at how many people will be so thankful that you use, you call them, because that shows that you care. Amen. Amen. We're so grateful for those I hear. Let us keep on keeping on Monday through Friday from 11.30 to 12 o'clock in the afternoon, a moment of prayer praying and our devotion. I know many of you have to work, but if you have a moment, just step in. Amen. And please govern yourself according to all the announcements that Chaplain Daniels has given us. Amen. And we thank God for you. If you're interested in joining the worship team, contact Chaplain uh, Sister Flo. If you're uh, uh, to say, if you're and you have some ideals, bring them with you. If you have uh, interest in uh, Minister Christine, uh, bereavement class, where she's going to be taking us through it, amen, eventually, uh, contact her. Uh, also, uh, also, Chaplain Daniels and her ministry. Uh, she got so many ministries, amen. But contact her if you're interested. And in any ministry, well, health and wellness, and all the virtual classes, contact them. Amen. We praise God. Aaron, if you want to work with us, we can use your help. Amen. Uh, contact me. Amen. Uh, we praise God for you and for what God is doing for you in school, all our our college students, our high school students, we thank God for you. We're praying for you. Amen. Uh, be encouraged. Amen. Nothing else? 
Chapman Daniel, take us away. All right, all right. Well, Pastor, I want to say all one ministry, all in the name of Jesus for our health and our wellness. All one ministry, but for all, all hearts ministry. and minds. As all hearts and minds come together and in order, I want to place three questions before you. If, while our eyes are closed and our heads are bowed, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you do not know or believe and trust that he died so that we could live, if you do not believe that he is one of three parts, then please raise your hand. You can raise your hand in the chat in the lower right hand corner. There is a hand there to raise. Or if you're in video, you can raise your hand and we will see you. If you have something heavy laid on your heart and you desire prayer, then I ask that you raise your hand. If all hearts and minds are in order. And again, we believe in Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and that we are commissioned to go out and spread the gospel. As Pastor has, has told us today, who are you? As you're out there spreading the gospel and you have no doubt, no fear, that as you approach someone, they will not turn and say, who are you? Or that the spirit that is within them will not turn and attack you then I say that you can stand firm and trust in and believe in, in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then I ask that we go out as we've been commissioned, as we leave this place, but never leave in His grace and His mercy, that we go out and make disciples of others in Jesus' name as we part from one another this week. Hallelujah. Amen. Go out, I ask, and I bless you. Amen. 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 God bless you, dear hearts. We love you. We love all of you. You all are special. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed day. Thank God for you. And go for God. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining. Amen. Azusa House Fellowship. God bless. Amen. Amen.